John on here with you. It is the Winnipeg Jets and the Toronto Maple Leafs. We've talked about it, some of the stuff here in the open. The Winnipeg Jets 33-25 and 10. The Toronto Maple Leafs 42-19 and 5. The Winnipeg Jets need wins right now. You got about, let's see, 14 games left in the season for the Jets. They need to probably win about 11 of these to get into the postseason. So the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be at attacking. Right to left, they have the puck inside the Winnipeg Jets defensive zone. Lilligren's going to launch this one. It's going to get blocked. Picked back up by the Winnipeg Jets. Dump it up ahead. And Zach Sanford out there right now with the third line for the Winnipeg Jets to try to get this thing going here. Because, again, you can kind of move those line changes the way you want. The last home team's got the chance to get the last changes in there. So Eric Comrie is going to be in there instead of Connor Hellebuck. So that's going to be a little interesting as well. So Eric Comrie and Eric Shelgren, your netminders tonight on both sides. Michael Bunting, Austin Matthews, and Mitch Marner are on the first line with Neely Mikheyev on the second line with that too. So... Now it goes down to Shelgren. He gives it to Morgan Riley, and Morgan Riley is going to wait for some reinforcements and some line changes. We're just in the way here from Scotiabank between the Winnipeg Jets and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And again, if you're just joining me in January, there was some fisticuffs between these two teams here. So it's going to be interesting or not whether or not Wayne Simmons and some of these other guys for the Maple Leafs get a bigger start. Right out in front there for Riley, and the shot gets fought off there by Comrie. That was a great pass there by Mitch Marner to leave him out in front. And now Winnipeg lost this toward the neutral zone, and we get an early whistle with 18.41 remaining. There might be a penalty here. Michael Bunting took a stick up by the ear. We're going to get this other box score part up there so I can keep track of these penalties as well. So shot got deflected there almost by Austin Matthews, and Michael Bunting took a spill right in front of the net between Matthews there. And he almost he took it right to the side of the head, right by his ear, fell right into the net. Now there's going to be a face-off in the neutral zone. Pierre-Luc Dubois, the second line for Winnipeg Jets, he loses this one to the Maple Leafs. and gets it down the ice with William Nylander for the Maple Leafs. Holding on there is Ehlers, trying to get around there. Stuck behind the net. Winnipeg Jets trying to get this in toward the left side of the wing. Nikolai Ehlers still back on this, battling there with William Nylander. A couple stick checks in there. Ehlers kind of trying to keep this alive within his skates. Lost to the Maple Leafs right out in front there. And Nylander tried to shoot something short side toward the right side of the net. And it went just wide of the post. And now Morgan Riley, they're showing his time shift there on TSN. So it's going to be a little bit interesting as far as what they will show. He's at a minute 30 right now. Usually you're about a minute or less. But with Toronto not having the depth there on the ice, it's not really going to happen there right now. Lilligren gets it passed off across there, and Matthews was able to get a piece of it. Back all the way over off the backhand side, going to the defensive, and it goes back toward the Jets as they're able to intercept this thing and try to get this out of their defensive zone. Tomato fans on it. The Jets still able to get this out to the neutral zone now couple of holds there as Lowry was getting held down there. No penalty call. Pick back up by the Jets now. Nolan DeMello is going to wire this one wide past Eric Shelgren. Maple Leafs trying to get on this one, but the Jets' defense ends up picking this back up around the neutral zone. They have it toward the left wing now, and it's DeMello and Brennan Dillon out there right now for the Jets on the defensive side of the pair. 
All the way around the ice now, the Jets still keep this in the zone. Fired shot there by DeMello goes just wide to the left of Shelgren. Shots right now is one nothing in favor of the Toronto Maple Leafs of shots on goal. Marner trying to hold off the spin. Dylan DeMello gets right in on there. Michael Bunting also in on the forecheck there as Zach Sanford escapes away from it. Wheeler, what a toe drag move, holding off the backhand, and he scores right on Choker. That was gorgeous. Wow, what a goal. And that puts the Winnipeg Jets up early off their first shot of the game, and that was an absolute highlight reel from Brake Wheeler. So DeMello was able to fight off Mitchell Marner, keep it toward the right side. Zach Sanford just dumped this into the neutral zone to Wheeler. He did the rest of it. He just destroyed Carl Gunnerstrom and put it right in the net off a windmill and then went backhand roof on Shelgren. And we are up one nothing for the Winnipeg Jets. Wow, they got to be happy with that because that is an absolutely spectacular move. And again, not high, not having Kyle Connor, 41 goals, 41 assists, the top leading point man for the Winnipeg Jets. You still have Mark Shifley. You still have Blake Wheeler. Blake Wheeler, my goodness, what a goal that was. 22-7-6 when scoring first this season. I can't be happy on the other side there for Sheldon Keefe. As he can't believe it, as Lilligren got absolutely destroyed. Turnover there. Big stop there by Comrie. That was an inconceivable turnover there for the Jets. And Ilya Mikheyev was almost able to roof that past Comrie. So Jets dodge a big bullet as the captain gets them on the board right now. Or assistant captain at that. And Blake Wheeler with Mark Shifley. He just wired that one over the glass, Ilya Mikheyev. So now it's going to be a defensive zone draw for the Jets, won by the Maple Leafs. Morgan Riley trying to center this one out in front of Comrie. Still has it right now, and DeMello gets a piece of that for the Jets. DeMello leaves it out to an open left wing. That's Nikolai Ehlers. you got to watch out for him. Good shot fought off there by Eric Shelgren off the high glove there from Wheeler. And now all the way back to Ehlers again. Ehlers on the left wing side trying to leave it there for Dylan and Pionk. Mikhail is going to throw this one towards the net. It's going to go just wide of Shelgren, and Toronto is going to try to settle this one down. Marner trying to get back in there now for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ehlers going to join on the left wing with Mikheyev. Ehlers is able to get this one loose. Toronto holds this one in at the blue line side, and now pinch it in behind the net of the Winnipeg Jets. If you're just joining me, Blake Wheeler with an absolute highlight reel goal put the Winnipeg Jets on the board first, about 15.30 remaining and the first period of Scotiabank, John out here with you. Toronto Maple Leafs and Nylander got this behind the net right now. Trying to center this out in front of the slot. And the shot gets absolutely blasted there by Michael Bunting, but deflected there by the Winnipeg defense. Mikheyev, now back from Nylander. Shot it again there, stopped by Comrie. Neil Pionk's been out there for about a minute 40 right now for the Jets. they got to get this one down, and they do. And there's going to be some wholesale line changes. as Justin Hall now has it behind the net of Shelgren. Hall tries to leave it there for P.L. Engvall. Good forechecking there by the Winnipeg Jets to knock this one loose. And the Maple Leafs are going to have to start this one again as they try to get down the ice. Bounces all the way around as Colin Blackwell was able to get a piece of it. Has to fight off a check there from the Winnipeg Jets. And it gets stolen off a slot pass in front. And the Jets are going to chip and chase this one 
down the ice. We got about 14:30 remaining here in the first. Again, Blake Wheeler with the early tally put the Winnipeg Jets on the board right now, and they need some wins. There's only about 14 games left in the season. 13 after this one. We got an offside entry, so that play is going to be nullified. Jets have to keep on winning if they want to get back into the playoffs. I'm not saying that they can't do it, but it's one of those things where if you don't have games in hand, it's going to be very difficult to be able to accomplish. So we'll see what ends up happening with that for the Jets, but it's a good start for them right now. And for Toronto, I would want to say this. They don't really want to fall in love with that game in early January where there was a lot of fights. You just want to fight off this deficit right now, go back to doing what you're doing. We know that the Toronto Maple Leafs can put a lot of goals on the board. Austin Matthews right now is tied for the league lead with Leon Dreisaitl of Edmonton with 49 goals. Toronto right now 14, or the Jets 14-12-8 on the road this season. Jets win the draw. Goes back from DeMello. On the other side for Josh Morrissey. Now the forwards are able to pinch in there a little bit right now. It's Pionk. Uh, defense was able to get that out front. Backhand side gets deflected away there from the Maple Leafs. They had a chance right out front of Eric Shelgren, but Toronto was on their P's and Q's to be able to get that one out there. Goes around the right side boards. DeMello tries to throw this out in front of Shelgren, and he was able to brush that aside with the left pad. Around the net now. See if the Jets can get to this first. And Timothy Lilligren, the third line defense there for the Toronto Maple Leafs, able to get this one out. Spin move. Hold off the left side there was Pionk. Just to be able to keep that in there, and Austin Matthews was able to get this toward the left side of the ice as they're trying to get some changes in there. Josh Morrissey, first-line defensive pair, just trying to fight there with Mikheyev to get the puck, and the Jets were able to get this momentarily. And now Toronto with a good pass out in front for Mikheyev, but the Jets were able to knock this one away there with Blake Wheeler. Wheeler lost it toward the neutral zone, and Toronto is going to catapult this one around the left boards. Tavares is in there right now with Marner. Gets picked back up by the Jets. Jets have this on the left wing side. Now working their way toward the left wing neutral zone. Shelgren knocks it off of the pad. It goes around the net. Blake Wheeler is waiting toward that open right wing. Holds off the backhand and try to work behind the net now. Stuck in between the skates a little bit between the Jets and the Maple Leafs. And now Mitch Marner was able to get there with Kerfoot. And now looking for Mikheyev. Comrie just bounces this one off of the left lively boards. The Jets are able to intercept this thing at the neutral zone. And now Toronto gets a hold of it as they can make some line changes. Hull's going to take a little bit of a backskate there to get started and get some entry into the neutral zone. Nylander, open on the left wing side. Good skate ahead as he got in. Held off the left hand and tried to throw it in front of the slot. Some sticks were able to knock that puck away. And now Pionk tries to get it out toward the Jets side. Open on the left wing there is Ehlers. Ehlers tries to leave it there for Shifley. Shifley back to Ehlers. It goes just wide. Wraparound score! Stasny makes it a 2-0 lead for the Winnipeg Jets. And the Jets are doing everything that they need to do right now as Giordano was caught flat-footed and one of the uh, female fans is doing the robot as Ehlers was able to fire that wide off of the lively boards picked back up off a clean entry between Wheeler Ehlers fires it wide and 
Nobody picked up the wraparound attempt on the other side, and Paul Stasny makes it a 2-0 lead right now for the Winnipeg Jets. So this is the absolute start that you needed right now. And it's a little interesting for me as far as the Maple Leafs are concerned, because I talked about this a little bit in the open, that the Toronto Maple Leafs, they just come off of a 6-4 win against Boston. They beat Florida. They beat Carolina. They beat Dallas. They're beating some good teams, but they've lost to some bad teams, Montreal, Buffalo twice, and Arizona. And right now they're already down 2 nothing. although it's still 11.55 left to go in the first, and it is the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I would have imagined going into this that there would be about an over of 6.5 goals scored in this game. The Winnipeg Jets are proving me right right now, but the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs on the other side of things, these games, if you've ever watched, especially between the Red Wings when they beat them, 10-7, some of these 8-goal games. Toronto can come alive at any moment right now, but their defense looks atrocious, and there was nothing that Shelgren could do off that wraparound side of things. Back toward the left side, Toronto Maple Leafs are trying to get this one set back up there. Austin Matthews trying to leave this one for Marner. Bunting takes a hit. Matthews waiting on the left wing side, number 34, the assistant captain, John Tavarsi captain in there right now. Jets able to get this one out toward the neutral zone. Morrissey trying to hold this one in there toward the left with Blake Wheeler. He can't do it, so Paul Stasny now with his 18th of the season at 745, assisted from Ehlers and Shifley. And I will get you the complete goal scores and everything else when we get our timeout. We do now. I will be right back. About 10.56 remaining here in the first. It's been a quick jump start for the Winnipeg Jets. They're up 2-0. Checking back in with the action with you. Toronto's got this in the defensive zone of the Winnipeg Jets, but Winnipeg's able to quickly escape with this. Pierre-Luc Dubois, now from Sanford, trying to hold this in on the left wing side of things. He can't do it, and it's knocked down. Picked back up by the Winnipeg defense and Neil Pionk. Neil Pionk trying to get this one in there deep. Eric Holgren comes out of the goal crease to go play this one as Morgan Riley tries to look on. And we have a whistle blown with 10.23 left to go in the first period. John out here with you from the Scotiabank Center right now. It's an early 2-0 lead on uh, four shots for the Winnipeg Jets, just three for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So it's going to be a penalty on the other side. Let's see what this one's going to be on. It's going to be a trip. Looks to be against Blake Wheeler. It's going to put the Toronto Maple Leafs power play on their first of the game right now with 10.23 to go here in the first period. Now, what's interesting to me, this is the first time I got the chance to watch Toronto in a game this year. We're going to see if they're going to go with the old four forwards. Wow, what a sandwich there for Sanford as he got destroyed in the boards. Four forwards and one D-man. Shot gets flubbed. Could have been a broken stick. It was not for Morgan Riley. It looked like one. And the Jets are able to pinball this one down the ice. So we're just about halfway through the first period now. John out here with you from the Scotiabank Center. Winnipeg Jets, they need wins right now. they got about 13 games left after this is done. They're enjoying a 2-0 lead right now against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Morgan Riley now trying to get it on the left side, trying to leave it there for John Tavares. John Tavares now to Riley. Goes back to Austin Matthews. Now to Riley. Looking for a pass in front there for Marner on the left wing side, trying to get a tip there for Devaris in the slot, and he gets center back up as Riley is open on the left D side. Gives it back to Austin Matthews on the right faceoff dot. Try to put it on front of Shogren. A couple big saves there as Combrey was able to stone the Maple Leafs a couple of times. And now Riley resets this one at the blue line. 
blasted by Marner up and out of play. So Toronto's power play has been lively here early. Now they have a 7-4 shot advantage with 56 seconds remaining in the power play and 9-19 to go in the first. So I'm glad you can join me here for this game today. Again, Paul Stasny, Blake Wheeler, your goal scorers. Blake Wheeler probably with the goal of the game at this point. Austin Matthews, 49 goals. He's on pace for most goals in Leaf in franchise history. Dave Andertruck had 53. So Austin Matthews, he gets to 55. He's going to be all alone. Mark Giordano is going to reset this thing here for the Maple Leafs. Austin Matthews tries to use his body to get out in front, and Mitch Marner has to reset this one with John Tavares. And now Giordano coming from the Seattle Kraken. He spent a long time in with the Calgary Flames with TJ Brody. Now he's back home in Toronto. Tavares misplayed that one, and the Jets are able to safely get this one down the ice. So the latter half of that power play for the Toronto Maple Leafs has not gone so well. The Jets have been able to clear this one down. Still got 15 seconds to work with here. So they got another one more entry probably getting down the ice here. Try to get it away there for Dylan DeMello. Dylan DeMello lost it as it was played out in front, but the Jets were able to just catapult this thing down the ice. And that's going to put Blake Wheeler back to full strength and the Jets back to full strength as he comes back from that tripping penalty. So four shots there for the Toronto Leafs. What a move there for Matthews! And he just lost it. And there could be another penalty called as a hooking was able to get in there just to stop them from scoring that goal. couple backhand forehands and a stick lift there. And I really don't blame the Jets for able to take that penalty. So Leafs are going to go back to the power play here real quickly as Spezza was putting on the moves. Come right back. So the Winnipeg Jets are looking at Kevin Shovel Day off. If you want to talk about some of the other controversies here with the Winnipeg Jets, he was part of the stuff there going on with the Chicago Blackhawks in that investigation. So he's still there right now there for the Winnipeg Jets. Shot fought off there by Matthews, bounced up in the air, saved there by Comrie. Picked back up by Wheeler. Now Mason Appleton on the other side. Morgan Riley. Leaves it now to Matthews, open on the left wing side. Riley's going to play this one to Mitch Marner. Same power play line there right now. Tavares, Marner, Matthews, Riley. Try to get it to Matthews. There was Marner on the left wing side. He's able to hold that one. Marner blasts it, goes off the crossbar, I believe, just to the left of Comrie. And now Marner holds it back in his left wing side, tries to wrist it short side. And it goes just over top of the goal. Tavares able to get back on this thing. Kneeliner's open on the left wing side if they want to work that way behind the net. It gets bounced up in the air. Now Kneeliner on the left wing. And now we finally get a stoppage here. I think the puck finally goes out of play. So Toronto was able to move this thing a couple of times. He was able to move this thing around a couple of times. I'm just trying to check this color cast feed to make sure that we're all good here. Uh, so a minute three remaining in Toronto's second power play. They've had some incredible puck movement on this thing. couple shots there. Comrie's been pretty good so far. Again, I thought Connor Hellebuck would be getting a start. He's been doing all the yeoman's work. The former Vesna goalie hasn't had the same kind of season that they expected. I think they're working on Comrie's equipment a little bit, and you got a little bit of uh, headbang in there on the camera. <laughs> But uh, Comrie's working on the gold mask, it looks like. So they're going to have to take some time. And it's not like the game I did on Sunday when it was Michigan and the Quinnipiac Bobcats. That was college hockey where the Quinnipiac coach was just begging for 
play to get back in the side. I think both of these guys are going to welcome this timeout, supposedly, because Toronto is going to get a chance to just catch a breather here while they got half of the power play still remaining. Comrie <clears throat> now trying to get his goal mask on with the gloves and the pads. He's going to get work his way back into the ice. Again, if you're just joining me here, I want to reiterate this thing. Sixth in the central for the Winnipeg Jets at 33-25-10. and 10. A face-off is won by the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they finally blast this one down the ice as Brandon Dillon. Now we're down to 50 seconds remaining here on the Toronto power play. Morgan Riley. Good skate into on the left side of the neutral zone. And now they're going to reset this thing. Austin Matthews joining in off the rush into the slot. Held there by Marner off the backhand. Picked up by Matthews. Matthews tries to leave it out in front of the slot there for Riley. Extra pass. It's loose. And Toronto has it fall back toward the blue line. Good stick out in front there by the Jets. And now Riley will exchange sides on the left with his partner on D is Marner. Right out in front. Goes around toward the left. Now in the center spot for Riley, he blasts it on. Gets it right back. Gives it to Marner on the right wing side. And they're going to switch spots once again. So Marner's at the top of the slot. Riley holding it off the backhand. Toronto power play down to 8 seconds as they try to work this thing behind the net. Matthews tries to leave it for Marner. Spins it off the boards in the kick plate. Goes in front of the slot. Nobody's open on the right wing side. And that was just a miscommunication there for Toronto. Is right out of the box is the Jets are able to get this thing here and get this down the ice so now they can get their normal lines out that the penalty kill lines are done. So Toronto, they've had some good looks on that power play as McKayev tries to enter and Comrie just calmly gloves this thing. Saves it with 5.54 left to go in the first period. So John, I'm here with you from Scotiabank Center. It's a 2-0 lead right now for the Jets. Come right back. We're getting close to finishing off the first period. Checking back in with the action here for about 5.40 remaining here in the first period. The Winnipeg Jets are up 2-0 right now in the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs still trying to work their way left to right attacking in this period. Not been able to get much going with even strength. Their power plays look pretty good. But again, still very early in the contest. Toronto enjoying a 10-4 shot advantage on the scoreboard, but they're down at 2 nothing to the Jets, who badly need wins right now. And if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, I don't think you want to fall into that wild card spot where you could be playing the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Florida Panthers. Two-on-one rush gets broke up there by Shifley, and that was really good stick defending there as Pierre Engvall had a chance to be able to make that off a two-on-one off a pass. Pick back up there for Mikheyev. Trying to throw it out in front of the slot with Giordano, and they score. I think this one's going to be it for John Tavares, as that was a really good cross pass, and it wasn't really a delayed one at that, but they took their time to be able to get Comrie to slide just toward that right post. So we'll see how this ends up breaking out. So Shifley lost this one. Ilya Mikheyev was able to get in off the forecheck and went around the left kick plate. A hold pass, and it got bounced right in off somebody, it looks like. So that was a great pass there for Mikheyev, and it bounced all up in the air. And I think Tavares is going to get credit for this goal for the Maple Leafs. So it's going to be a 2-1 lead now for Winnipeg, as Toronto was able to cut this one down, cut it in half. And that's just what Toronto needed right now. They've got the shots on goal. They get a stoppage in play with 4.55 remaining here in the first. They got the shots on goal, but... 
nothing else to show for you besides this first goal here on even strength. So Giordano gets deflected off of one of the Winnipeg Jets, I believe. And that's how it went in the net. So right now they have it listed as a Mark Giordano unassisted goal. So fortunate bounce right now for Toronto. But I'd have to think that they would take it because a few other shots that they've had in that power play could have probably gone in if it wasn't for the excellent goaltending of Eric Comrie here. Now Jets get this one down there with Wheeler. Gets gloved down there by Riley. Picked up by Nylander. Tavares tries to get to it. Intercepted there by the Jets. Sanford gets this one in there deeper. Tried to leave it there for Pierre-Luc Dubois from where Columbus Blue Jacket off of the trade there from Patrick Laine is now on the Jets on their second line center spot. Ehlers. Now Morrissey. On the left wing entry, the Winnipeg Jets are trying to look to get in this thing. They try to get this around to Shelgren, and Toronto is going to hold behind their net. Winnipeg doing a good job forechecking this thing, and now Toronto has a two-on-two -two developing. Mikheyev, and now Simmons, shot gets fought off, stopped there by Comrie a couple times, it's loose out in front, and the Jets are able to get to this one with Mason Appleton on the left wing side looking on, a couple of the defense there with Neil Pionk was able to get that down, cross check is not called there for Pionk, and now we're down to 340 remaining here in the first, Toronto about 14 shots on goal to Winnipeg Jets 4, but they're down 2-1. Dump through center. Shelgren is going to be able to hold on to this one. Again, I know it looks like Colgren, but it's Eric Shelgren for those that don't know there. Mark Giordano was credited with his seventh goal of the season at the 15.03 mark. So right now it has it as Mark Giordano from Ilya Mikheyev and Timothy Lilligren. So second and third line defense able to get that job done and figure that out for Toronto and for Giordano. That's exactly what they want right now to be able to get some of that defensive effort, be able to bring that in and not have to give up a first-round draft pick because Toronto, we talked about it a few times here in the open as the Jets were able to get this one and win it down the ice. Now here comes something here for the Maple Leafs, and then I'll finish my thought when we get a little bit of a stoppage here with the chaos. So with the Maple Leafs, between Tavares, Matthews, and everyone else, you got about a 50%, I want to say 35 to 40% cap hit. Good shot right on there from Pionk. It's blasted and saved there by Lilligren. That was uh, Dylan DeMello. 3-11 remaining here in the first. So between Matthews, Marner, Tavares, you're going to have to figure out what you want to do there with William Nylander. You have about 35 to 40% of your camp tied into those guys, and they're all young and they're all really good. Kyle Dubas, the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, wants to say if his team doesn't go ahead and win a couple of rounds this year, because they usually get knocked out of the first round, that they're going to make some drastic changes. Okay, well, you're going to give up one of your best forwards, best centermen, one of your best young guys. You're probably not touching Tavares or Matthews, because Tavares is a little bit older, but you'd be giving away either Mitchell Marner or somebody like that, and how do you replace that? What do you, get, what do you give up, and what do you get for it? That'll be the biggest question going forward for the Maple Leafs in the season. It isn't the fact that they need more offense. They need reliable goaltending, and they need more defense. So if they can swing something in the offseason and turn that around, I think Toronto would take that. But you're also wondering, if you're giving up one of these better forwards, you're obviously not going to get the high-end return of the deal, but you're hoping that the pieces around you fit better as David Camp wins the draw there for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now T.G. Brode now with 
Morgan Riley loses it. The Jets are able to intercept it off the forecheck. Leave it out in front. Extra pass. Stopped by Shelgren. And it goes just toward the left. That was some good backhand movement there by the Jets. But they just couldn't get enough off the shot. Stolen there. Ehlers wired. Goes just wide and blocked there by the Maple Leafs. So a couple of early good shots there. Just off of that draw within 45 seconds, we're stopped there by Shelgren. He's made a couple of excellent saves, as I think it could easily be a three or four goal game on the other side for the Jets. It was intercepted there. Ehlers able to hold. Good back check there by Toronto off the defensive side there for TJ Brody to just knock it away. And now the Maple Leafs win this one once again in their own defensive zone, and they can get this one down the ice. It is icing against them, though, so they cannot change. So Winnipeg gets a chance for an offensive zone draw. So they get a chance to double up there with Shifley, with Wheeler, Paul Stasny, whoever they want to use out there right now. So Stasny is going to get a chance to take the draw here for the Jets with David Camp on the other side. Stasny is a really good centerman right now. Not saying he's going to win the draw, but I would suspect it at this point. He was able to win it clean, but that's why you have your forwards come in there to just get that off there and help your centerman out. If you played a lot of NHL, you know about that. Your right wing and left wings, you got to go out there and help your centerman. Now Kampf and Riley is going to get that on the other side for Mikheyev. The Jets are able to intercept this thing at the neutral zone toward the left side of the boards. Shifley now looking on toward center ice. They skate across the Scotiabank Arena logo around the Maple Leaf. McKayev trying to pinch in there deep. It gets it toward the left wing side and it gets blocked by Neil Pionk. And now toward the left side wing, the Jets will take some of their changes. Shelgren's got to be careful here. He's got to get back in his neck quickly, but there was no jet reinforcements there, thankfully, for the Maple Leaf goaltender. The Jets still doing well out in front, trying to get off the forecheck, and now Mikheyev finally comes all the way back to get this one. Hall takes a bump, knocks his man down as he goes, gets his change. Somebody gets wiped out on the left side boards in the defensive side, and the Jets now work this way toward the left side defensive boards. Then there's going to be a penalty call. we got a hand in the air. So an extra man right now as Comrie leaves the goal crease. Six on five until Toronto touches this puck. So we'll see if the Winnipeg Jets take their time. They can't get the clean zone entry with Wheeler. So it's going to be Toronto's first penalty of the game. With a buck 14 remaining here in the first, glad you can join me here from Scotiabank Center. It's going to be a penalty on John Tavares, it sounds like, as Sheldon Keefe looks on. So right now... The two penalties that we had, we had Blake Wheeler, two minutes for tripping T.J. Brody and Veal Hanola, third-line defenseman, two minutes for tri hooking Jason Spezza. Toronto's 0-for-2 on their power play. We'll see if Winnipeg has a chance to score on their first. So what happens here if Winnipeg does not score, the power play is going to carry over into the second period and you get a fresh sheet of ice to work with, get a chance to get more speed and more velocity on that puck, Scheifler wins it clean, gives it to Ehlers, gets a blast there for Pionk and it gets stopped there I believe by Morrissey, so Morrissey and Ehlers uh, on that left wing side, so again four forwards and one defenseman. Miscommunication there, well, who's going to go get the puck? And Mitchell Marner was almost able to intercept. And now it's going to take a little bit more time there for Ehlers to get this one down the ice. We're down to less than a minute remaining, down to 45 seconds. Loose out in front, the Jets get at it a couple of times, and Shelgren was able to glove this one down as Ehlers had a chance with Shifley to go ahead and take a couple whacks at it. And the referee's going to have to try to straighten some things out. So they talked about the game 
in mid of January that you weren't sure if you're going to see some fisticuffs and all that right now. What I do like is I see the desperation from the Winnipeg Jets, not worried about all that other stuff. They're fighting for their season right now. They're playing hard. They're trying to get some goals in the net. They're playing with pace. They're playing with attention to detail on defenses. Pierre-Luc Dubois was also in there as well. He's another good second-line centerman they can use. So they're doubling up here as uh, Dubois is in there with Shifley on the wing side. Now one clean, Ehlers is going to wait toward the left wing side and open toward that left face-off dot. If it gets there, he likes that slap shot, but it was broken up by the Toronto Maple Leafs. And now Morrissey is going to skate this one in, leave it in toward the center side. Almost intercepted there, and I didn't like that one from the Winnipeg Jets. They weren't patient enough on that entry. Still about a minute left remaining here in the power play, about 10 seconds remaining in the contest. So I think about 50 seconds or so remaining on this power play when it goes to the end of the period here. Winnipeg can't get anything going here. And Toronto, one last skate there for Alexander Kerfoot. Shot gets blocked, and that's how we end the first period. So Winnipeg up 2-1 on the Toronto Maple Leafs on the road right now. They're playing pretty well. Come right back. I'm going to call some second period action after about an intermission. Probably about 12 to 13 minute intermission. So go get some snacks, get some food, whatever else, and come right back. Talk to you soon. want to get caught up here in this call for the game so far. So two goals scored in this second period. It was from Ehlers on the power play. And John Tavares also followed up off of a blast there that got put right in from... Uh, Gunnerstrom on the other side for the Maple Leafs nodded this game up at three, so I forgot to do the call for that and load this up for some reason, but I have it on the color cast side of things. So we're tied at three with about 15-12 remaining here in the second period. It's been a good physical contest so far. Wayne Simmons got a couple good hits in there as well. So uh, stick back with me. We're going to finish going through the rest of the second period. So TSN showing Zach Sanford, left wing number 13, 27 years old, drafted... 61st overall in 2013, his fourth NHL team, 93 points in 277 games played, 16 Olympic tonight, fresh off of the St. Louis Blues. So he's going from a team that was in the wild card spot to trying to get in the wild card spot. Zach Sanford has been a pretty good plug and play guy that you can throw between the third and fourth line. Again, if you're just joining me, 3 3 contest on both sides. Eric Comrie is getting the start tonight instead of Connor Hellebuck. For Eric Shelgren on the other side for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I believe Jack Campbell was just called back up in from the ribs. He couldn't start yet. Peter Mrazek still out for the Maple Leafs. So they need some help right now. Dubois holding on the left side. Goes just wide of the right part of the boards of Shelgren. Gets lost in front of the skates. Picked back up there by Justin Hall as he spins around and tries to leave it there for the Maple Leafs. Intercepted there by the Jets. They've been doing some fantastic work on the forecheck. One of the Maple Leafs gets knocked down to the ice. And we have a tripping call against the Winnipeg Jets. So this will put Toronto on their fourth power play of the game. As Pierre-Luc Dubois can't believe it. 12-28 remaining here in the second stanza. John out here with you from the Scotiabank Center. It is the Winnipeg Jets taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Jets need all the points that they can handle right now. They're just outside of the wild card position as Vegas just overtook the second one. Again, Nashville still sitting calmly in that first position. But now Toronto is on its fourth power play of the game. They're already one for three with seven shots. And this could be dangerous once again here for the Jets. 
So Adam Lowry and John Tavares on the draw. Tavares was able to get this one clean. It goes to Matthews. He tries to bank this one across there. Matthews got it now from William Nylander. He's on the right wing side, goes behind the net. Now on the left wing side for Matthews. Now Riley, Matthews, thought about a couple stick handles, gets loose in front of the goal crease and knocked away there by the Jets as the puck goes up and out of play. So the Toronto power play still sitting at a buck thirty-nine remaining, with twelve oh seven left to go in the second stanza. Shots are fifteen eleven in favor of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto Maple Leafs in blue, the Winnipeg Jets in white. Puck is loose out in front of the draw. It's picked back up there by Morgan Riley as he saves it from going across the blue line. And now Matthews to Riley. Riley in the left, looking for Tavares out in front of the slot. And it goes just wide. Mitch Marner picks this one up toward the left wing, plays it behind the net there with Austin Matthews. Matthews now looking in front of the left wing side. Nylander, Riley, tees it up and... What a big stop there by Eric Comrie, as that was an absolute bullet there from Morgan Riley. And for the most part, they've talked about it through some of the opens and highlights and things like that for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But again, my first game covering them this season. The patience that Sheldon Keith's team plays with, I think they really got to be happy with that on the power play, because it's a master class. It's not something that you can do in the video games because the computers don't really hold stuff too well. Shot goes wide just to the left of Matthews looking for his 50th on the season. Now back there is Riley. Nylander now trying to hold this on the left side. Goes back to Riley. Matthews is going to take his spot on the right face off. Dot, it's loose and down, and they score. This one is William Nylander. I didn't know where the puck was for a minute. Matthews didn't know where it was for a minute, and Comrie was all the way down and out, and Toronto scores yet again on the power play. It's a 4-3 lead now for the Maple Leafs. This could be uh, William Nylander's second. So it was on the lefty side, picked back up, shot out in front by Tavares, and the mess was cleaned up by William Nylander. So I talk about it a couple of times, but the absolute patience that you have to be able to run that power play. Again, maybe Toronto is not going to want to play against Florida and Tampa Bay, because not just because of the back-to-back for Tampa Bay trying to go three-peat for the Stanley Cup, but Florida and Tampa are more complete teams as far as having full-on goaltending with Sergei Bobrovsky and Andre Vasilevsky both being Vesna candidates and the defense that are able to carry their way through. Toronto doesn't have those pieces right now, but what Toronto has probably still is the best offense in the league. I don't think that can be uh, fought off against. I don't think that can be disagreed with. I still feel like their first power play line and their first offensive line is better than anything you can throw in front of anybody else's offense. But will offense carry the day? When playoffs start, just like basketball and everything else, when things slow down, there's a stick on the ice right now. They're battled toward the left wing side here for the Jets. Still trying to get this one out as the Toronto Maple Leafs in their own zone. But when the playoffs get tight, and it's about all of your lines being able to contribute, can Toronto actually do that? Can the first line offense carry the day? Can they win every game scoring five, six goals in the playoffs? I don't think that's sustainable. You're playing everybody in a seven-game series. I wouldn't think that Toronto could win a playoff round unless it was a one-and-done. Jets, Shifley, Wheeler making a great move, plays it out in front of the slot now as they're back underneath the action, 
and the Jets still have this alive at their blue line, still held in there by Neil Pionk, almost loses it in between escape blade, and now we're halfway done here with the second period. 18 shots on goal to 11 for the Winnipeg Jets. We get a stoppage here for an offsides. 9.58 remaining in the second stanza. Come right back. William Nylander's just scored again. 4-3 lead for the Leafs. John here with you from Scotiabank Center. So a neutral zone draw. One there by Toronto. They're able to get this one deep inside of the Jets zone. Holding it on the left wing side is Mikheyev. It gets loose out in front and Comrie was able to knock this one away toward the right side boards. Now they battle for it as Marner is out there right now with Matthews. Matthews holding off the backhand, tries to leave it out in front. Stopped by Comrie. Don't know how he saw that one with all the kind of traffic in front. And now Matthews looking across for a pass there for Tavares. And it goes just wide. And now Ehlers loses this one. Pick back up there now. Dubois from Stasny holding. Spin move. Ehlers backhand. Bob shot, what a save there by Shelgren as it goes up and out of play. That was some good move there. And now they say it bounced back in off the boards. That went out of play. Now Maple Leafs and Matthews try to fire this one. Now Matthews gets it back there for Riley. TJ Brody now holding right wing side toward that faceoff dot. Now working his way toward the end boards. Gives back there to Matthews. Matthews, wrist shot right out in front. Marner tried to backhand it. Another shot goes wide as Comrie was down. So world-class offense there by the Toronto Maple Leafs. But somehow they don't score. They've already scored four times. So I think that they can live with it. Snow Angel there for Comrie as the puck goes just wide on the other side. Ehlers with the... Backhand spin and hold, leaving it there for Pionk with an absolute blast. And then Matthews tries to sauce this one to Michael Bunting. Again, Michael Bunting's 25 years old, but because of the amount of games he's played, he's still held for that Calder consideration for top rookie. So he's a goal ahead right now of the 19-year-old Lucas Raymond of the Red Wings. So now Lowry's getting set for the draw. This one is going to go for Jason Spezza on the other side for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Puck's getting set to be dropped here by the referee. And Spezza wins this one clean. But Pionk is able to get back up there on defense and intercept this thing for the Jets. Now holding off the backhand side, Wayne Simmons now stuck against the left boards there. Connor Clifford now stuck against the skates, picked back up there by Shifley, and now down the ice... Mason Appleton, and the Jets aren't going to like that because they iced that one on themselves. So Toronto's got the huge shot advantage right now with 22-11, but they're enjoying just a one-goal lead right now against the Winnipeg Jets. So let me give you your goal scores right now as we get a little bit of a stoppage here. So it was William Nylander, John Tavares, and Nylander again in the second period. Take a 4-3 lead. Nikolai Ehlers also scored in the period for the Winnipeg Jets. Face off. Stuck in the middle of all kinds of skate blades and picked back up by the Jets and able to be catapulted just toward the left side. Lowry was able to get an elbow in there. And now I think they're going to say another offside is going to be called with 8.19 left to go in the second period. So John out here with you from the Scotiabank Center. It is the Toronto Maple Leafs 4, the Winnipeg Jets 3. Winnipeg desperately needs these two points right now. They are just outside of the wildcard spot. Their problem is, after this game is done, 69 games played out on the season. That would leave them just 13 left to go in this regular season. 
And you're talking about, from what they said on TSN, having to possibly win 10 of the next 14 games just to be able to try to get back in there. Pionk's shot gets blasted and uh, from DeMello there, and it gets off of Toronto. Goes back into the Jets' defensive zone and down. Somebody lost a stick there on Toronto's side. They were able to kick that one was Justin Hall. His stick just cracked in half, shaft and everything. 8.04 remaining here in the second period. Glad you can join me here for this game. It's been a good one so far between both of these teams. When I said going into this, I imagined we would be about, you know, over six and a half goals a game. Right now, that's where we're at right now. We have seven goals on the board, and I don't think it's going to get any less at this point. I would be really surprised if Toronto on the other side can stop the other team from scoring Winnipeg again without Kyle Connor that's 82 points 41 goals 41 assists he's also one of the top goal scorers in the league that we have right now so it's good to see that the Jets were able as another offside was picked up there that one is Pierre-Luc Dubois have been able to fight through Toronto considering how good their offense is but they need to be able to calm things down here and really just stop taking penalties. That's been the huge reason why I believe Toronto is up in this game. They're two for four in the power play. There's some needless penalties, a couple good ones at that to stop a couple scoring chances, but a couple trippings in the neutral zone that really don't matter at that point. You kind of just fight for the puck, and if if it is something where you lose it there, you want to be more proactive in your defensive zone rather than try to chase something in the neutral zone because you tend to make mistakes and take penalties. Stuck in between the skates of Hull is he's got a new stick now after the stoppage. Now Mitch Marner plays this one up in the, underneath there off a windmill for Mikheyev. Now picked back up from Brandon Dillon, former San Jose Shark. Now Stasny tries to hit this one off the kick plate. It goes just toward the left, and Toronto's got a chance at this one. Has to get fought off there by Dillon. No penalty called as Logan Stanley was also looking on for the defensive pairing. Second line deep pairing there as uh, Nate Schmidt is out. Plays out in front, tries to leave it there for... Stasny, and it just went wide from Ehlers. Shelgren was down and out there. That would have been an easy open net for the Jets, but the eyes didn't connect with the pass to get the stick on the skate blade, and it stopped there from being a 4-4 tie. That was a really good pass there, as Shifley was able to get that out in front, leave it there for Ehlers, down to Stasny off of a beautiful cross pass, and Stasny just was not able to convert as he just shot it wide toward the left side boards. My goodness, that was a close call there for Eric Shelgren. And that's what Toronto doesn't want to have happen, and now we have a Morgan Riley call for slashing. So that's going to put Winnipeg back on the power play. Winnipeg's been pretty good on their power play as well. I believe they got one for two for four shots, trying to go two for three here. Toronto with TJ Brody now. Alexander Kerfoot on the penalty kill. He loses it trying to do too much, and now it's a three-on-three -three developing. Trying to leave it out in front to nobody in particular was the Winnipeg Jets, and now Josh Morrissey can reset this thing with about a buck 35 remaining to go on the power play. Pierre-Luc Dubois loses it there momentarily and now goes back to Josh Morrissey. So Josh Morrissey no longer has Dustin Bufflin there with him on the first line because of a contract dispute. I don't think he's going to play in the NHL again. And then just off of the deadline, they were able to get rid of the 
Brian Little contract because of the perforated eardrum. He's never going to be able to play in the NHL again. So a lot of pieces missing there. Kerfoot trying to get this out in front. Scores! There from Mikheyev off of a backhand forehand wrister and a shorthanded goal for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And Dave Lowry's not going to like that one. Ilya Mikheyev makes it a 5-3 lead for the Maple Leafs. So Morrissey had it on the left wing side. It got stolen there from Shifley. Mikheyev gets a pass out in front there. And Comrie, he could have been losing his jock strap at that point. He had no chance to save that one. Nice pass out in front from Alexander Kerfoot to Ilya Mikheyev. And shorthanded goal, the cardinal sin. It gives the Maple Leafs a 5-3 lead with 5.55 remaining here in the second stanza. So Ilya Mikheyev scores shorthanded. This one's from Pierre Engvall at 13.55. Jets fire this one in now. Down 5-3. They need these points. And I'm not going to say sense of desperation at this point as we still got another period, but you can't afford to have Toronto score another goal, which they definitely could. Neil Pionk tried to get it toward the left side. Stasny's pass got blocked. And now Pionk can finally get to this one. Leaves it to his other defensive partner there. As it goes just to the left of Logan Stanley. Jets trying to get on this one with Adam Lowry. Lowry trying to fight through this thing. Now finally gets it there to Paul Stasny. Stasny now loses it as Giordano. Mark Giordano gets it up from the Seattle Kraken. Now back to Toronto where he's going to be home. And they're saying that Giordano's going to get at least one more year extension here from Toronto because they want to make that trade and not give up a second, third, and fourth just to have a guy to be a rental. So he's probably going to get one more year. Jets back on this forecheck. It's loose out in front, stopped there by Shelgren and palmed away. Shifley trying to get out in front of this one. We're down to 440 left to go in the second period. John Edgar with it from Scotiabank Center. Toronto now enjoying a 5-3 lead over the Winnipeg Jets. A lot of goals, a lot of action right now. If you're a fan of hockey, you're a fan of goals, you're enjoying this one so far. Bounced off the kick plate, now goes into the neutral zone on the left wing side of things. Jets trying to race in there with Mason Appleton. And Mikheyev and Brody was able to get onto this thing first. And now Timothy Lilligren leaves it for his defensive partner. Gets stuck on the left wing side. Picked back up by the Jets. Trying to hold off there is Stanley. He can't do it. Picked up by Tavares. Loose out in front there as Nylander tried to get a piece of that. Now picked back up by Pierre-Luc Dubois. Dubois loses that one. 3.55 remaining here in the second stanza. Almost played out in front to a wide open pass there and it just got deflected there by the Maple Leafs to their credit because I would have been all alone there for one of the forwards with 347 remaining here in the second period. So 23-11 is now your shots on goal. Toronto enjoying a 5-3 lead. It has been everything Toronto could ask for right now. Special teams have them, what, three goals in this game right now? Two power play goals and a shorthanded goal. Adam Lowry. Getting set for the draw there with Jason Spezza. Spezza gets some help, almost bounces off of Shelgren. Picked back up there by DeMello, fires it just wide to the left post. Loose out in front, picked up there by the former New York Islander, John Tavares. Lofts this thing, 
batted out of the air by Logan Stanley, picked back up by Tavares, tried to get back over there to Jason Spezza, blocker to side there by Eric Comrie, up and out of play with 3.25 remaining in the second. Come right back. Let's finish off this second period. Lots of goals right now, eight aside. Toronto enjoying a 5-3 lead. Back underneath the action here as we're getting close to ending the second period. Goals aplenty on both sides. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs up 5-3 against the Winnipeg Jets at home right now. And for Toronto, we've talked about it a few times here, but it's not about how many goals you score. It's about how many you give up when you get close to the playoffs. I don't know if Toronto is going to be able to rectify this thing, but boy, their offense is sure fun to watch right now as they have an offensive zone draw here. And they do win this one. It goes back there. Morgan Riley has a chance to get a piece of that. Gets blocked out in front. Picked back up by the Jets with 3.05 to go here in the second period. Three on three developing. Picked around the boards there by the Jets. Try to get saved there by Mark Shifley. Shifley holding strongly off the forehand. Leaves it there for Josh Morrissey. Morrissey now looking for a pass out in front there for Ehlers. Picked back up there by Morrissey, so one of the other forwards has to back check on this blue line. That's Ehlers waiting on the left side. Back out in front as Stasny gets his shot fought off there by Eric Shelgren off of an accurate wrist shot, but it was open on the left wing side. He can only get that toward the right. Now down to 2.30 left to go in the second stanza. Austin Matthews trying to work on the left side boards, and the Maple Leafs finally get this one out. Down in the Jets' defensive zone, but Morrissey was able to set this one back up there, looking for Ehlers off of a pass. Picked back up there by Morrissey and Shifley, and now the Maple Leafs working their way in through the neutral zone. Off the kick plate to Matthews. Matthews, not on the score sheet yet as far as goals, trying to look for his 50th, but his team is enjoying a lot of success right now. But you can't stop everybody. Pierre Engvall, now on the left board side. Leaves it there now on the left wing as the def defenseman crisscross there. Nylander on his wallet tries to play it through into the slot. Picked back up by the Jets as there's topsy-turvy there. And now Hall has to get this one out. Now Josh Morrissey's shift time up toward a minute 45 right now as he can't get off the ice. Again, you want to have that closer to a minute or less. So, Morrissey's going to be dead tired right now. You wouldn't think he'd have another shift with a minute 30 remaining here in the second stanza. couple of hits there as Giordano takes a spill in there with Ehlers as the puck was stuck underneath him. And now Toronto is able to escape with this as William Nylander and Tavares now. Tavares puts on the brakes, holds it in there. Kerfoot plays it out in front. Shot gets fought off there by Comrie as it was blocked off the left wing side. And now Lowry tries to get this around the boards, but Toronto is able to get to this one first and rifle this one down. That was a gorgeous pass there from the defensive zone into the offensive zone. It'll have everyone stay on side as well. John Tavares, now Timothy Lilligren on the third line defense is going to catapult this one in there around for Comrie. Comrie looking on as... McKayev tried to play this one out in front there with Kerfoot. Those guys have been doing some good job on the second and third line as the coach has been mixing that stuff up there right now for Toronto and doing a good job of it. Mixing these lines, keeping them fresh. Kerfoot walks it out in front, gets blocked there by the Winnipeg Jets defense there with Dylan DeMello. Sheldon Keefe looks on as the puck gets dumped down and... Toronto has a chance to get another offensive zone draw and make something happen with just 20 seconds remaining here in the second period. 
it's been all Toronto here in this second period. And again, I don't think that's a shame for any team in the NHL to be able to say that because I don't know what you can do to try to stop all these top-heavy 25-and-under offensive studs that Toronto has. But I think for the Winnipeg Jets, they've had some good forechecking, especially in the beginning of the second period and throughout the first period. But it's just a 13-5 shot advantage for Toronto here. So Winnipeg Jets not able to get much going here in the second stanza. Stuck in behind the net, McKayev tried to play one alertly there to Spezza. Gets fought off there by the Jets' defense. Put back toward the left side of the boards as Morgan Riley was able to pinch in there. Austin Matthews trying to get in there as well. And that's going to end the second period. Toronto Maple Leafs up 5-3. We got a little fisticuffs at the end of it with Brandon Dillon, Wayne Simmons, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Maybe a little bit more window dressing between the two teams right now. But the Jets are going to have to bring that kind of offense there. Bring that effort there on offense to get through in this third period because they're down by two. Come right back. Let's start the final period of action. John out here with you from Scotiabank Center. Third period action now underway. We've got you a look around the league as far as some of the scores. Again, Boston Bruins up 8-1 right now on the New Jersey Devils. And that matters right now for the Toronto Maple Leafs because that's who's right on their tail right now in the Atlantic Division. So Toronto needs this one to keep pace inside of their division as the shot gets blocked off there by Shelgren. But Winnipeg right now needs this more than ever to get back into that wild card uh, space because they're going to be three games in hand on the other side for the St. Louis Blues and the Dallas Stars, even though the Dallas Stars are playing the Ducks tonight. So now the Jets get a clean entry there with Pierre-Luc Dubois. He loses his stick as it gets chopped right out of his hands. No call there. So it's going to be Justin Hall and Mark Giordano, your defensive pairing. Now Riley... Working there behind the net. Stasny waiting on. Stasny now looking to go forward. Knocks it away there from Riley as it goes toward the neutral zone. Picked back up there by Neil Pionk. <clears throat> Pionk will get this one down for Morgan Riley. Picked back up there by Ilya Mikheyev. Just scored that shorthanded goal to give Toronto a 5-3 lead. And this one goes down the ice, picked back up by DeMillo, and now Pionk, the second and third line defense, will switch some stuff there for Dave Lowry, the coach for the Winnipeg Jets. It's always nice to get a chance to coach your son, but you think about from the coaching change, we talked about who was already pretty good there before, as the shot goes wide there for Ehlers. That's a curious decision there, but Dave Lowry's got a team in right now in the midst of a playoff spot if they can get to it, but they got to get two more goals here to at least tie this against Toronto. Toronto now attacking left to right across your timeline. And the Jets right to left. Jets have this puck now. In toward Shifley, trying to get this in there to DeMello. Stick handle stopped there by Lowry from Shelgren as the shot was fought right off and glove saved. So we're just underway here in the third period, about 18 minutes left to go in the last stanza. The Jets on the TSN side of things talked about this needs to be one of those periods, again, you're down two goals, but this needs to be one of those periods where you create more shots on goal. They have just 14 shots on goal in the contest. Looks like Morrissey is banged up going into the bench. They had just five in that second period. So Toronto is kind of doing what they need to do right now, even though they've given up three goals. Again, we talked about it with Eric Shelgren. He's kind of being thrust into duty because Peter Mrazek and Jack Campbell have been injured. Shot gets fought off there by Comrie. 
And now the Maple Leafs get back on this thing with William Nylander. Nylander had on the left wing side. Now works his way behind the net, looking for a cross pass out in front for Labushkin. And that goes wide. And now it's bounced up in the air a little bit. Pick back up by Toronto and Mark Giordano. So you got to be happy for Giordano as in coming back home from the Seattle Kraken, second, third, and fourth that Toronto had to give up. And Toronto, as we talked about, you know, stuck against the cap. Seattle had to retain half the salary for the trade to even go through. Jets get this cleared back in. As Lowry tries to get in there with Stasny now. Off their forecheck side. Jets trying to keep this thing in. And now it's loose. Picked back up as it was intercepted there. Shot goes just wide of Shelgren toward the right side. Picked back up there by Hall and lost off the backhand. Jets still buzzing here. Fought off there with the pad by Shelgren. As Lowry is trying to get in on this thing. Now DeMello tries to put this out in front of the slot. And now it finally gets intercepted there by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Lilligren gets this one in deep. Dahlstrom's out there right now with John Tavares. So part of the first line's out there with the third line defense. And now Matthews to Carl Dahlstrom. Dahlstrom pounds this one in. Gets picked up by the Jets. They're stuck in their own defensive zone as Toronto's buzzing off the forecheck. Tavares, clean steel, plays it out in front of Comrie. Tries to bounce it in off the pad. Comrie says no, and it goes down the ice. And Toronto and Alexander Kerfoot all the way back on his other side from forward to defense. Goes all the way back down to get this one. Ilya Mikheyev now with Neil Pionk. Now Morrissey. Stolen there by the Maple Leafs. Picked back up by Pionk. Stuck against the left side boards. Maple Leafs still working in off this forecheck. Jets can finally get to it there as Giordano tried to get a piece of it, but he was knocked down there by Lowry. And now Pierre-Luc Dubois gets it on the left wing side. Plays it to nobody in particular. Gets bounced off the kick plate off a slap shot. That could have been Dylan DeMello. And it goes just wide. And now Stasny will play this one. Morrissey still trying to hold this off right now. He's stuck on the left backhand side. He finally gets this out through in the midst of traffic. And now Comrie will just bounce this one off the kick plate. Goes around the right boards. Picked back up by the Jets now. Mark Scheifele tries to do a give and go there with Wheeler. And now Wheeler is going to head to the bench for a line change. Hall. Dumped in deep to the red line now. So again... You want to talk about this a little bit as far as some of these dump and chase and some of these line changes and things like that. Toronto's got the lead. They're trying to keep things short as far as who they're going to keep on the ice. And Winnipeg's trying to not get counterattacked right now. At least that's from what I'm seeing and trying to relate to you. But I would think within the next six or seven minutes, if Winnipeg does not get within one, they're going to try to press this thing even more because they can't settle for just one point right now. It's either two or nothing at this point for Winnipeg because they're really trying to get into the postseason, and I think that's the only way they're going to be able to do this thing. So Mark Giordano, they're showing most goals by an undrafted defenseman of all time. Giordano with the buck 50, Borslamming 150, Dan Boyle 163, and Steve Duchesne, I didn't even know that, 227. Steve Duchesne has a lot of goals. So Mark Giordano, 150 goals for a defenseman, that's definitely no slouch. And the fact that he's been that good for a long time, he was the captain of the Calgary Flames for such a long time, I think almost over a decade, now getting a chance to do this. Nylander wrist shot, stopped, fought off by Comrie a couple of times, and I also think bounced off at one of the Jets' defensemen as he was down and out. Nylander got his own rebound off of two wicked wristers there, and they were able to fight that one away were the Jets. 
Now the Jets trying to get this one down. Shifley loses it. And now Dahlstrom will play this one up ahead for Pierre Ingvall. Ingvall holding. Stopped there by Comrie off of the left pad. And the Jets now need to get some forward line changes. They're going to take their time there. As DeMillo and Pionk are the defensive pairing right now for the Jets. Now DeMillo holding it off the neutral zone, tries to dump this one in toward the right corner boards and intercepted there by Mikheyev and Lilligren. Stolen there by the Jets momentarily and picked back up by Toronto. Toronto has a one-on-three, now a two-on-three joining, and the Jets had that well defended as it goes up and out of play, and we get a stoppage here in the third period. So Toronto still up 5-3. They're holding on to that lead right now, and I think if fans of the Maple Leafs can keep this team within uh, three or less, they're going to be happy with the defensive performance. Come right back. So, multi-goal game again, the 15th one of William Nylander's season right now. The draw is one Quinley, but we get a stoppage with 13:32 remaining here in the third period. John out here with you from Scotiabank Center. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs with a 5-3 advantage over the Winnipeg Jets. They currently enjoy a 28-17 shot advantage. For the most part, I guess I can't complain too much, especially if you're a Maple Leafs fan, that they've held the other team to a reasonable amount of shots. Again, that's no Kyle Connor and that's no Nate Schmidt on the other side, as well as some of the other pieces that are no longer there anymore. But still... This is a big, big victory right now for the Maple Leafs defense right now. If they can hold this result, not only get this win, but keep somebody within three goals. I mean, that's just unheard of right now for Toronto. It's been awful on the defensive zone. Big hit as Wheeler got upended. No call. Engvall is waiting in there. Another big hit there thrown by Morrissey on the other side. And now Wheeler tries to get this one to Lowry. Shot gets five hold and blockered off of... Eric Shelgren, so 12.54 still to go in the third. couple big hits on both sides. Not too much of the fisticuffs we saw in that January meeting between both teams because I believe, again, there's a couple of hooks there. Wheeler got a piece of that there, and Alexander Kerfoot got the best of it from Pierre-Luc Dubois as he tried to finish off a check. So that was pretty nice on that side. And John Tavares also got a piece of... Uh, McKayev on the other side of his own teammate, knocking down one of the Jets guys as well. Held off the backhand is Mark Giordano. As it was won cleanly, but the Jets were forechecking in there. And now Toronto finally trying to get this one out there with uh, Austin Matthews. Nice hold there from Matthews. Slap shot gets wide to the left side boards. Matthews was trying to use that off arm. And apparently when he was using that off arm, he must have been hook and held by one of the Jets players. So Toronto is going to have a chance for a 6-on-5. This is a delayed penalty going this way for the Winnipeg Jets. And Toronto can just get all their weaponry out there, all their artillery out there right now. So Alex Kerfoot, Austin Matthews holding off that right wing side has to go all the way back. And they're just going to methodically dump this one around the boards right now. So Toronto can do this well as far as killing time and pretty much not only irritating the Jets, but making them lose some energy right now, trying to fight this off right now. And this is exactly what I think this team should be doing. They gave up way too many shots. Again, not in this game. Matthews clean entry. Finally, Michael Bunting holding on the left wing side. And finally, Winnipeg mercifully touches this thing. After about a minute of skating, just where Toronto was able to have puck possession and the Jets desperately needed to get it. But now they're still... 
have a two-minute minor coming the other way. So body position was lost, and this could be Stasny's, what, third penalty of the game? Hooking Austin Matthews and then a hold there? That kind of tells you how strong Austin Matthews is to be able to fight that off. I know this is multiple penalties here for Stasny. He's such a good two-way forward there. So Jets really can't afford to have somebody like that in the box because he would also be one of your prime penalty killers. Toronto's power plays look pretty good, two for four, with a whopping ten shots right now. The Jets finally get this one down. They're mercifully trying to get toward the latter half, the halfway point of the third period, or about a minute 30 away from that right now. So Morgan Riley is going to take his time. It bounces off the stick blade there. Austin Matthews is going to wait to join the rush, and now he does. He's working his way toward the right side of the net. The Jets finally get this one down the ice, and Toronto will calmly get this one toward left center with John Tavares. And now Mitch Marner. Back to Tavares. Tavares trying to hold off the backhand side of things. Marner waiting on the right wing. Give back to Austin Matthews. And now Tavares. Tavares on the left wing side, working toward that faceoff dot, back to the blue line of Riley. Matthews inside, Marner holding, Matthews wants the wrister, it goes just up and over the glass of Comrie, and now the Toronto power play is down to 55 seconds remaining, with 10.35 remaining in the contest. John out here with you from Scotiabank Center. Bunting, shot, stopped there, and fought off by Comrie. That was a big time save, as I think Matthews also had a bid at it, for number 50 still, as he's off the goal-scoring sheet, but not off the sheet tallies in this game in general. So, for Austin Matthews, again, he's looking for his 50th. That would put him ahead of Leon Dreisettle for the goal lead in the NHL. Have him about 86 points. Connor McDavid was the first of the century mark of 100. Toronto. Can't win this one clean, but they get this one off the backhand side. Lilligren is out there right now in the second line power play. Slap shot blocked there by Giordano. Loose out in front. Lilligren tried to get a piece of it. Comrie doesn't know where it is. And now the Jets finally can escape with this as they bounce this off the kick plate and into the Toronto defensive zone as the Maple Leafs penalty now is down to 20 seconds with just about the halfway mark remaining here in the third. Toronto, clean entry there with Kerfoot. Trying to go all the way around there with Ingvall. Back there with Spezza. And now Lilligren has to go all the way back. So the Toronto power play now down to five seconds. So the Winnipeg Jets, by the time they get up there, Toronto, should have this one killed. It's 28 shots on goal for the Maple Leafs to 18 for the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg's been utterly silenced toward this latter half of the second period for the rest of this game right now. Toronto's actually playing a decent defensive game. Alexander Kerfoot keeping this alive on the right side boards. Gives it back to T.J. Brody. Morgan Riley, the other defensive pairing, looking on. Knocked down there was Kerfoot. And we could have another penalty call. Nothing called right now. There was Ingvall was taking a seat there. Toronto wants a power play. And I feel like they probably should have gotten one. But again, they've already been on the power play several times because of some careless mistakes there from the Jets. Zach Sanford can't get there first. And Toronto has another offensive zone draw with 9.09 remaining here in the third. So Pierre Engvall, Villanola, the guy that was just called up there for the Jets, trips him and knocks him down. So a second look at it, part of the stick blade was definitely could have been called there on that side for sure. So Pierre looked to Bois, 
We're going to get set for the draw for the Jets. Dubois loses it. Now it goes toward the left side and picked back up by the Jets. So again, the importance of your offensive zone players there between the left and right wing. Clean entry there. Stop there by Bunting from a Comrie, Comrie and Bunting blast there. And now Jets will chip and chase, get this one in there. DeMello gets knocked down. Austin Matthews now, number 34, gets his way into the neutral zone. Toe drag, hold in, knocked down. And now DeMello was able to knock that one away as Austin Matthews tried to windmill deke it there through the neutral zone. Jets need to make something happen, and this is the point where I think they're going to start to need to press here with 8.20 remaining in the contest. 32-18 are your shots on goal. Jets have this one in deep right now. Morrissey now for DeMello. Can't get it there. Toronto almost has a breakout, and DeMello was able to get there with Morrissey to nullify that one. Tried to get pick up there with Shifley. Shifley got knocked down. No calls on any of these sides right now. So any of these fans with these Canadian teams between the Jets and Maple Leafs might have a couple of gripes. Clifford gets a seat now as he gets knocked down off a clean check on that one, I will mention. Jets have to get this out of their own defensive zone, and there was a big hit against the left boards. And the Scotiabank Center Leafs fans really enjoy this one. You want to talk about some of the stuff with COVID and across the Canadian border and things like that? These tickets right now, I would imagine, for the Toronto Maple Leafs to see them in there are nothing short of $300 or more trying to get some good seats. Mason Appleton coming back from Seattle, back to Winnipeg. Big hit on the other side as Appleton gets a piece. Spin and hold there, Nylander. Ingvall, Ingvall leaving that out in front. Nylander give and go. Jets trying to get this one out. Blake Wheeler now. Gets this in toward the left. Wheeler gets hit pretty heavy as we're down to seven minutes left to go. Body checks are left and right right now as Dahlstrom loses it to Josh Morrissey. Held behind the net for the Toronto Maple Leafs on that left side. Loose out in front. Blocked there by the Jets defense. Slap shot. Nylander gloves saved there by Comrie on the right wing side as Nylander had a bid for a hat trick. Come right back. We're just under the 8-minute mark of the third period. Toronto Maple Leafs, no goals in this third period, but they're still up 5-3. John out here with you from Scotiabank Center. Come right back. So face-off underway here in the Jets' defensive zone. The Jets win this one. About 6.35 left to go in the contest. Maple Leafs up 5-3. they got a 33-19 shot advantage right now on the Winnipeg Jets as well. The... Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be attacking right to left, Jets left to right, and I would imagine at this point in the game with 6.31 remaining that the Jets are going to try to be a little bit more assertive in their offensive zone stands and kind of leave their defense out to dry a little bit. I don't feel like this is one of those ones where you want to get one point. It's either two points or nothing at this point for the Winnipeg Jets, and they got to make something happen. So about the three-minute mark of this game, you would imagine Winnipeg is going to pull their goaltender and put Eric Comrie out for the extra attacker. But anything more than that, I don't think that's going to happen. If the Toronto Maple Leafs can get another one here, this is pretty much all but over. David Camp wins this one clean here, but intercepted at the neutral zone there for Morrissey. I haven't seen much of Ehlers right now. Pierre-Luc Dubois right now is out there with, e with uh, Dubois. 
Pick back up there for Wheeler. Dubois stuck in behind the net right now as TJ Brody was able to get this one, but not out. Stuck toward the left side board. Shot goes wide of Eric Shelgren toward the right side. Pierre Engvall can't get this one out. And now Toronto could have something here, but they elected not to be aggressive on that forecheck. They could have had a two-on-one developing. But they reset it. And now we have something going on near the player's bench with 548 as there were some whistles that stopped play. So, 33-19 shots on goal still for Toronto. Goalie combinations this season. So, Jack Campbell, Peter Mrazek, Jack Campbell, and Eric Hallgren. Uh, Mrazek, Wall, Hutchinson, Kahlgren, Bishop, Hutchinson. So, again, on the TSN side of things for the Jets, they're showing some of the Maple Leafs having to go through all of that. It has been a cluster here for the Maple Leafs as far as who's going to be in goal and who's going to be available to play defense as Dubois and Ingvall had a couple of fists there exchanged, but nothing more than just some pleasantries and how's your father. So it's going to be a four-on-four for Ingvall and Dubois. 5.48 remaining. So a little more room on the ice for both teams here. Face-off is one clean there by the Jets off the backhand side. Lowry. Now has it there with DeMillo. Tries to get it now. DeMillo has to get back on this thing. Ehlers holding off the backhand. Tries to leave it off the kick plate for DeMillo. Almost intercepted there. Picked back up there now by Mark Shifley. Shifley is one of those guys that can make it happen. Tries to get a pass, but that was a lazy one at that by Shifley. And now a one-on-one goes just wide of Austin Matthews, and that's not who you want to see off of a one-on-one. Blake Wheeler showed you some magic in the first period. Austin Matthews can do just every bit as much of that. Maybe Austin Matthews can get his 50th on an empty net goal with five minutes remaining here in the last stanza. Minute 10 remaining here in the four-on-four. Winnipeg Jets need goals, and they need them right now. They're down 5-3 with 4.55 remaining. Ehlers loses it. Tried to get there to Shifley. Spun around there. TJ Brody now gets it there for Lilligren. Gets all the way in there now. Lilligren trying to get there to Matthews. And Kerfoot. And now Dylan on the left wing side with 425 remaining in the contest. 35 seconds going on the 4 on 4. Loses it there. Pionk trying to do too much. And a breakout pass for Tavares gets stopped there off of a kick save there for Comrie. Almost intercepted there by the Maple Leafs as it could have had something else happen. Four and four is down in 20 seconds now. William Nylander gets a block. He tries to race in there against Pionk. Pionk tells him to go take a seat. Now on the other side, Dylan DeMello. DeMello, clean entry on the left wing side. Tries to get in there. DeMello is able to pick it up back off of the forecheck side. Mason Appleton now. Behind the net, Appleton trying to leave it in there to Morrissey on the left wing side. Now working his way in toward the slot, stopped and fought off there by Shelgren off of the wrist shot. Toronto trying to chip and chase this one out. They do. We're down to 335 left at Scotiabank Center. Toronto still up 5-3. Shots on goal, 34-20. John out here with you. Glad you can join me here for this early game. we got some good ones here. Pierre Engvall. Wrist shot goes off of Comrie. Where is it? Is it stuck in between the net somewhere? Is it underneath them? I thought it went off of the face mask and then somehow got stuck underneath the pads. And thankfully for the Jets, the Maple Leafs couldn't get on this one and put it away. 
Because the shot, wow, it bled right underneath Comrie, and nobody knew where it was for a moment. Come right back, we got about less than 340 remaining. Just about to finish this one off here, unless the Winnipeg Jets have a comeback underneath them. They win the draw. They're trying to get this in the offensive zone. Shot fought off there by Evgeny Svechnikov from Eric Lilligren there as he stopped it. Svechnikov, former Red Wing, now gets a chance to be on the second line for the Winnipeg Jets. And this has to happen, really, because of the injury to Kyle Connor. Not really injured, but COVID-19. And then one of the top defensemen in Nate Schmidt, second-line defense. He was trying to do a no-look wrister to fool Shelgren there, but he was having none of it. So offensive zone draw, so this could be the time, and it is now. Comrie is out. The extra man is out there right now for Toronto. All Toronto's got to do now is just put this one in the net, and this is going to be over. And it goes off the crossbar. So... Winnipeg's still alive right now with the extra man down to Wheeler. Extra pass there, trying to leave it there for Ehlers. And it got fought off there by Eric Shelgren as he got wiped out. So that just went off the post there for Toronto. They had a chance to ice this game indefinitely. And it just went off the left crossbar, off the backhand. It was fluttered right off the bar. So I don't think Toronto's really going to need that all at this point, but if you really want to just put this game away, you get that extra goal, and at least it puts keeps the Jets on life support here. They could probably get one more, but maybe not two. Ehlers, holding on the left wing side, through a bunch of traffic, stopped there by Shelgren. He's been good here in the third period, especially when he's needed to be. And now the Jets have to race back down with Josh Morrissey to keep this one out of their own zone and try to get as much attack as possible. 2.30 remaining in the contest. John out here with you. Winnipeg Jets have the extra man out right now because they're down by two. Toronto's up 5-3. It gets lofted up in the air. Where is it? It's picked back up there by Morrissey. Morrissey stops it going across the empty net. And now we have 2.15 remaining here in the third period. It's on the left wing side. Shifley's going to dump this in from the left wing side of the neutral zone from Wheeler. Now intercepted. Matthews looking for 50. He's got 50 and he's got the NHL lead right now. So that's exactly what I was talking about in the third period. Matthews kept off the score sheet until that empty net comes and they wanted to give it to one of their captains there. And Austin Matthews gets his 50th. He now has the goal lead as he passes Leon Dreisaitl. Edmonton's inactive tonight and Austin Matthews makes it a 6-3 lead and that's Murder, she wrote right now, Angela Lansbury for the Toronto Maple Leafs is now they're up 6-3, to three, 37 shots on goal for the Maple Leafs, 6 goals, 23 shots on goal for the Winnipeg Jets. So number 54, Austin Matthews, and about as easy as you would like into the empty net, and all smiles there for Matthews. 2.06 remaining. So this has been a good contest on both sides. I thought the Winnipeg Jets, for the most part, they came out strong in the first period. They came out strong for the first half of the second period. But Toronto, to their credit, and I will give them full marks because I know you don't say this often about the Toronto Maple Leafs as they just show that Austin Matthews with his 50, he gets five more. He's going to have the most in franchise history in a single season if he can get the 55. And who says he couldn't with enough games remaining? Got about 13, 14 games left here for the Maple Leafs. Chance for him to do so. But this is one of those times where we talked about it a few times with Toronto. You held a team to less than three goals or less, you're going to feel pretty good because your offense is always going to carry that pace of play. And I think even for 
power or let's say like this playoff games even for power for playoff games that Toronto could feel pretty good if they can hold a team to three goals or less. I think that that is serviceable. I do think, again, it slows down. You're not going to be able to get these 8-7, 7-6 shootout wins and things like that. But if Toronto can continue to do what they're doing right now, and again, they probably should because Kyle Connor and Nate Schmidt are out with COVID, one forward and one defenseman that are really, really good. But they've played well defensively, and they've kept the pucks in front of Eric Shelgren, and they've done exactly what they need to do. If Toronto can play more games like this, I would be happy to say that they can go ahead and win a series. I mean, a Canadian team hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 1993. That was the Montreal Canadiens. we got some hats and some extended things thrown on the ice here for Austin Matthews 50th. That's where we got a little bit of a delay. I don't think Comrie has been all that bad in certain situations, but I also believe, uh, I wonder, because off the back-to-back that you didn't have Connor Hellebuck play, but considering how bad you need these points, regardless of whether or not Hellebuck's numbers are down a little bit, and they are, the Vezina goalie hasn't been as good as he's been before within the last couple of years, you still feel like you have to win this game, and you have to win all these games down the stretch to get into the playoffs, it's a little bit of a curious decision as to why, even off of a back-to-back, you don't play Connor Hellebuck. So the 50th of this season for Austin Matthews, and now we're down to the final two minutes of the contest. Baran on the defensive side of things as he just checked in. Now we have some extracurricular here with Clifford taking the gloves off, and now the camera's going to cut. The Clifford's got him held in with Dubois. On the other side, I think Dominic Tomato took a skate. Uh, stick blade to the face, excuse me. Dahlstrom, and now DeMello with Clifford there. Couple punches there for DeMello. Clifford still holding them off. Clifford with a good forehand on the left side there with Brandon Dillon. Now the ref's got to get out of this way so I can call this one. We still got the fight going or not. Dillon, Clifford, a couple uppercuts, overhand right for Clifford. Here he goes, Clifford with a couple of sandwiches on Dillon. And now they're holding on the right wing side. Dylan still working with Clifford, now pushing him toward the right side boards. They're still letting him go, and now the ref finally breaks this one up. A shame on some of the TSN camera crew to be able to cut away from the fight a little bit. Had a couple good knuckle sandwiches there from Clifford right to DeMello's dome. So that was a pretty good scrap there. You don't see too many of those anymore in the NHL. As there's a big round of applause as both of these guys are going to go to the bench because all things is considered, you're going down the tunnel. This game's over with. But you don't see too many of those too much more in the NHL. It's not like those glory days. I'm talking about when I was in fifth grade, April 1st, 1998, was my first game between the Red Wings and the Colorado Avalanche. When you had some goalie fights between Chris Osgood and Patrick Waugh. When you had Brandon Shanahan jump in. Knock some guys down. You have Igor Larionov starting a big fight. But a couple scraps like this and a couple punches thrown on both sides, it was still pretty good to see. So you had a little bit of everything in this contest, and I hope everybody enjoyed it for the most part. You have nine goals on both sides, a couple of fights, and a convincing win here for the Toronto Maple Leafs when I feel like they really needed it in the sense of playoff positioning. So Toronto they have right now going to the power play. This could be all academic at this point. So I might want to take an extra drink or grab a snack here for about a minute. I think they got some things to square away here is Dave Lowry. Uh, Adam Lowry's father here now coaching here for 
the Winnipeg Jets, has some words here with the referee. Still kind of get squared away of what exactly is being called. I know the two guys for fighting are going to be sent off into the box. But they have Toronto right now with the power play. So Toronto, let's see if they show it on the ESPN side of things. Just the fighting right now. Two minutes for charging. Looks like Dominic Tomato will be in the box. The charging penalty is what's going to give Toronto a power play advantage. And Lowry's like, what the hell? Why are you even calling this right now? What's the point? They're still trying to get some fighting majors squared away. That's going to be Lowry. He's going to the down to the tunnel, and Wayne Simmons will probably join him as well on the opposite end as he's going to join his teammates because this game's all but over, and they pretty much brought in Wayne Simmons on the fourth line just to be able to throw some fisticuffs, and it ended up being a good decision. Again, not as much of the gloves and sticks flying as there was in the January, January meeting between both of these squ squads as Sheldon Keefe looks on. Picked back up there by Giordano, and it goes right in the net there as Timothy Lilligren puts it right in off of a beautiful slot pass, and it is aversively a 7-3 lead for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and that took all of about five seconds as Timothy Lilligren gets on the board, and it gives the Leafs an even bigger lead right now. Not really needed right now, but free for six on the power play, and again, Nylander with a no-look dish right there to Lilligren right in the left face-off dot. And there was just no chance for Comrie to go over there and make that save. That was a beautiful low shot that just beat the glove hand side of Eric Comrie. <clears throat> so buck 46 to go in the contest. It was a empty net goal for Austin Matthews and now a power play goal here for Timothy Lilligren. As Toronto scored two more times in the third, now it's a 7-3 contest. So again, it was all academic about five minutes ago, even more so now. Winnipeg Jets trying to work their way out of their own defensive zone. I don't feel like they're going to try to press too much more of this, but the question is how many more turnovers are you going to give? And Camp gets his shot fought off there by Com Comrie, but Toronto hungry for more. And Dahlstrom gets it gloved there by Comrie on the left wing side off a right hand glove save for Comrie. So, 38 shots on goal for the Toronto Maple Leafs, 23 for the Winnipeg Jets. Again, it's not about all the goals that Toronto always scores because you know that's what happens. I really feel like Sheldon Keefe and Kyle Dubas, the GM of the, G the, GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, is going to feel pretty confident in the fact that his team shut down a pretty good offensive squad in the Winnipeg Jets that are desperate. Yes, they're missing Kyle Connor. Yes, they're missing Nate Schmidt, but they need these points and they need them badly. They played pretty good throughout the first period in the first half of the second, but Toronto was able to just put off the vice grip and choke out any life that was left of the Winnipeg Jets as we're down to a minute remaining in the contest. Giordano gets hit. Try to get to John Tavares. Part of the first line still out there right now for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Even with 45 seconds left, that's a surprise. Shot goes wide and out of play. It's going to stay just outside of the neutral zone faceoff here for the Winnipeg Jets. So, 38 shots on goal, 23 for the Winnipeg Jets. 
Toronto enjoying a big advantage on all of that. So Austin Matthews into the empty net for Mitchell Marner in the period, and Timothy Lilligren had his second of the season from William Nylander and Mark Giordano, his 18th assist. Both goals in the third period that gave Toronto a 7-2 advantage. With 43 seconds left to go here in the contest, Scotiabank Center. Toronto fans are going to be very, very happy with the team performance of the Maple Leafs today as I thought they kind of shut it down on both ends. And they've scored as many goals as they've always can. So Nikolai Ehlers plays it on front, stopped there by Shelgren. Giordano fights this one off. It's stuck in the Winnipeg Jets offensive zone right now. Toronto can't get this one out. Tries to play this out in front there was Ehlers that goes just wide of Shelgren. Now Toronto's got this with 15 seconds remaining. They're going to take their time there. Is Lilligren will get this one down the ice. And the Jets, if they want to, mercifully got one more rush. Now down to five seconds, down to four. Cross pass gets intercepted, and that's going to do it. The Toronto Maple Leafs win this one 7-3 against the Winnipeg Jets. I hope you really enjoyed this high-scoring affair between both teams right now. This has been an excellent contest. Again, let me give you your goal scorers before we end it. There's been a lot of them. So in the first period, it was Blake Wheeler and Paul Stasny to make it a 2-0 lead for the Jets. The Toronto Maple Leafs countered in the first period of the 15-03 remaining with Mark Giordano. Second period was all Maple Leafs, power play and shorthanded. It started with William Nylander in the power play, and then Nikolai Ehlers got a power play goal himself. John Tavares then answered even strength with William Nylander on the power play and shorthanded from Ilya Mikheyev to make it a 5-3 lead. And then it was an empty net goal from Austin Matthews in third and Timothy Lilligren made it a 7-3 final here for the Maple Leafs. And they pretty much held the Winnipeg Jets in check from the second period on in that latter half and all of the third. So again, full game story is going to follow. Hopelesssportsguide.wordpress.com and then I will check back in with you probably, I'll say Sunday, something like that, just before the end of the week, because I think we're going to be busy during this uh, Friday, Saturday side of things. Hope you enjoyed the game. I will have the full coverage upcoming. Peace out, guys. Have a good one.